Welcome to another episode of The Cajun Conservative, the 50th episode of all time. Where I talk about life, I talk about liberty, I talk about the pursuit of happiness. And yes, I'm showing the world that Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope everyone had a good week, a good weekend. Guys, I turned 29 last week. Monday was my 29th birthday. I'm, I have one more year in the 20s. Can you believe that? Man, I'm getting old. And, and when I think uh, in my young life that I've seen crazy things. And I still, it, and things still happen. I'm like, man, what, what can you do? You know, you, you think you've seen it all and then you have it. But that's okay. God's still on the throne. He is coming back one day, and I cannot wait to hear the trumpet sound. And when I see the dead in Christ rise first, then we that are alive and remain will be caught up in the moment of a twinkling of an eye. Can you imagine that, folks? Yes, I know I'm a, I'm a political analyst. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I call myself that. I haven't went to college or nothing, but I still call myself that because I analyze politics. But just just thinking of that, just just thinking of of one day that the Lord's coming back, I just can't I just can't stop talking about it. He is the Lord of my life, and I can't wait to see Him one day. I can't wait to 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 see Him and to to thank Him for what He has done. Because this is a day that the Lord has made, and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what anyone says, I'm going to be happy. And I'm, I'm just, look, some things that happened to me this week that uh, it, it upsets me to see conservatives fighting other conservatives and seeing things that, you, you know, people are going to have an opinion of you, but we might get into that later on. I don't know. We're going to see how the show falls out. But I'm just telling you that God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. And no matter what anybody says about it, they don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They, they ain't going to see him one day. But I gave my heart and my life to Jesus. And I believe what I believe is right. And we're going to see what happens with that. But anyway, uh, if you have not yet, please hit the subscribe button. It helps out more than you know. Uh, we are on Apple, Google, Spotify, and also on Rumble. You can go ahead and see the, uh, the video version of this podcast on Rumble. Um, got some great guests on there, well, I say guess, but guess. Uh, Scott Ford did an introduction for, uh, video for me. I want to thank Scott for what he's done. And also, you know, my dad and my mom and them for supporting this podcast. It's, it wouldn't be possible without them. Uh, they paid a the light bill. So, hey, I got to thank them. <laughs> no, my mom and dad are some great people. I love them to death. And they, they, they take care of us here at BJS Studio. And uh, I just want to thank all the listeners. 50 episodes, guys. 50 episodes. I normally don't go ahead and address the uh, the episode, but 50 episodes. Can can you imagine? You know, there's some podcasts that don't even make it to that. And I'm just, I'm just happy because we I get a chance to every week come and talk to y'all and to bring out things that are going on in this world and give you my opinion. So just, just, just a blessing. If you have not hit that subscribe button, help me out and uh, keep me in your prayers. Keep me... Um, keep me going. Keep me going. That's what I need. All right, guys. So we, we had a real busy week this week. 
And I say that because, you know, I honestly feel that the Republican Party failed us in a lot of ways. And I want want to expand on that a little bit. But this week we had Joe Biden go ahead and say that he this this death this debt raising uh, this the uh, this raising this debt ceiling was kind of you know was bad for this country. I believe it's bad. But Joe Biden and the Democrat Party have been wanting to raise the debt ceiling. They also want to go ahead and pass the three point five trillion dollar package, also along with the one point five one point two trillion dollar package, infrastructure package, and as I said last week, the Democrats are falling at the seams. Everything that the Democratic Party has touched so far has failed. Border crisis, uh, coronavirus, and you name it, they, they messed it up. Listen, the job numbers came back last week. Joe Biden turned away from the news reporters, and he said, this is, look, this is slow, but it's showing a great sign of success. But this was the lowest job creation month in President Biden's term. So everything that the Democrat Party has touched has turned to failure. It is coming to the point that the, the progressive Democrats in the House don't want to pass the two, $1.2 trillion package. They want to link the $3.5 trillion package. But then you have Joe Cinema, uh, you have Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema saying, we, just, we want a $1.5 trillion package. Then you got Chuck Schumer at every chance cutting down the, Demo- the Republican Party. Even as we know last week, they went ahead and helped them to raise the debt ceiling. They still didn't, they, they're still not happy with it. They're still cutting the Republican Party down and not giving credit to the Republican Party. All Chuck Schumer could say was that Mitch McConnell and the other 10 Republicans that voted for the raise the debt ceiling finally realized that we were right. He went around, had taken a victory lap, the, I think it was Friday, and Joe Manchin Told him he was stupid. I'm not going to use all his language, but he, in a, in a sense, he said, you're stupid for attacking the, Democrat, the Republican Party. But let's focus on this, folks. The Republican Party has failed you once again. The Republican Party for months have been going and saying, hey, we're not going to go ahead and raise the debt ceiling. We think it's fine where it's at. And the, if the Democrats want to raise it, they can go ahead and raise it on their own. Now, the Democrat Party has also said that they don't want to do it that way. See, folks, they had, they had two to three months to work out the, all the kinks for this so they can get this debt ceiling passed without the Republican Party. Don't you remember the Democrat Party always says that? Hey, if we want something done, we can do it without you Republicans. But in reality, they can't. Because we live in a system, a governmental system, where you have the filibuster and you have checks and balances and all that good stuff. But according to, as I could say, the, the, the Democrat Party, they can do it on their own, but they still need the Republican Party. So the Republican Party did something very noble this week. Mitch McConnell went ahead and said, hey, I'll offer you all a short-term deal so we, we don't default on our debts. And like I said, uh, Chuck Schumer went around and said, hey, I'll take that. The Democrat Party, it's been passed and it's going to the House and then shortly probably going to the president's desk. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'll be surprised if it doesn't pass. Because the Democrats got what they want because of weak need Republicans. 
Folks, I'm just not going to cr- criticize Democrats on this program. I'm going to consider cr- criticize Republicans as well because there are half of the Republican Party that is in the Senate is not really Republican. They're rhinos. They vote for every left-wing agenda. Now, I'm surprised Bill Cassidy was not part of the 10 that went ahead and voted with Mitch McConnell to extend the death ceiling. But how many times have we heard this from Bill Cassidy? Bill Cassidy saying, hey, I'm Trump's guy. Hey, I will follow Trump no matter what. I'm listening to my constituents and everything he has promised he has failed to do so. Or he has turned his back on the Louisiana people. So we go, we go to the point of this, folks. The Republican Party, for some odd reason, just goes ahead and gives in to the Democrat Party. And look, I'm not, I'm not going to go ahead and praise them for doing this. Oh, they're working together. Oh, they're trying to get things done. No. The, the Democrat Party has, is a bully. They're bullies, folks. People tell me all the time, oh, the, uh, the Democrats are against bullying. No, they're not. They're bullies themselves. When Joe Biden goes up on a mic and says, hey, if we don't get something done, we're going to change the rules. It's like a football game, folks. Just imagine the Saints playing any team. You can name the team. And the other team is losing. And they really need a touchdown to score. And the ref, they have a play, and the play is an incomplete pass, or it's something of that nature, and they throw the yellow hanky, and they say, hey. Or they stop, and they say, listen, the rules just changed from from, uh, New York. That pass was, will be considered a completion and a touchdown, but they, they dropped the pass. Don't matter. It touched his foot, so we're counting it as a catch. And because we blow the whistle, we're giving him 15 yards. That, was, that wouldn't be fair, and I was And that, that's what the Democrat Party is doing. That's why they're trying to thread. They're trying to take away the filibuster. Because, see, folks, the Democrat Party used it for them. Don't you remember that half of Trump's programs didn't get done because of a Democrat filibuster. But Joe Biden saying, hey, to get things done, I need to stop the filibuster. And that's why they don't like Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema. That's why Biden has been meeting with them. He's, he's telling him, hey, guys, y'all, Joe, Christian, y'all, y'all messing up the program. We're supposed to get our socialistic agenda done by one party states. But it isn't happening, folks, thanks to the filibuster. And Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema has stand firm. They have said we're not, we're not, we're not for changing the filibuster. So they put them two votes shy. So they don't like them to begin with. And that's what another thing that's so weak. Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema has been harassed by kayakers and poor Christian Cinema. Christa Cinema try to go to the restroom and people follow her into the restroom. Now don't get me wrong, folks. I don't agree a lot with. Chris, uh, with Miss Cinema, uh, believes, or she votes for, but this I do stand with her on, and this I believe this all happened in Washington D.C., folks. All this stuff they're getting hackled by people in Washington D.C. Why you're not voting for this, and why you're not supporting these billions of dollars spending plans or trillion dollar spending plans? These are not their constituents, but they're getting harassed by these people. And like I said, Chuck Schumer. After this, this bill was passed, I think it was on Wednesday, and was voted for, Chuck Schumer took a victory lap and started attacking the GOP. And Joe Manchin, is, and the video went viral, of Joe Manchin hardly could sit down in his seat and walked out the place. 
and told Chuck Schumer, you're stupid. I'm not going to use his language that he said. He said worse things than that, but he did use stupidity in there. And folks, the Republican, but this all falls on the Republican Party. The Republican Party acts like they're tough and they, 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 they have gall and they, they, can, they, can, they can go ahead and stand up for the American people. But folks, this is, not, this is a constant trend. This is why I don't put my faith in the Republican Party. That's why I don't put my faith in the Democrat Party. As I said earlier in the show, I put my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and folks, this is, this is the issue that's going on in America right now. The Republican Party is weak. Folks, everything that the Democrats touch, I said this earlier. It fails. I'm sorry, it fails. The board is failing. Coronavirus is failing. Um, you, you name it, it is failing. Joe Biden's presidency is failing. He's at 38%, according to one poll, of approval rating. An average of 44%. Let me, I'm going to tell all my, my liberal friends, who you know, oh, he, he's not as unpopular as Donald Trump. Yes, he, has unpo- he passed Donald Trump on the unpopularity scale. But folks, this, the Republican Party. Well, let me, let me get back up for a second. <laughs> The Democrat Party, everything they're they're pushing is failing. And all the Republican Party has to do is just sit back and relax. And let them go ahead and trip over their own failures. But instead of letting them trip over their own failures, the Republican Party is helping them raise the debt ceiling. And to add to our debt. So we can't just blame Democrats now. We have to blame the Republican Party for going ahead and falling in line with them. We have to blame the Republican Party for not standing up to the Democrat establishment. But ladies and gentlemen of this audience. They they, they just have to sit back, but they're not doing it. They're falling in line with the swamp. And this is what Donald Trump was trying to get. Look, I heard Sean Hannity say this. Him and uh, Lindsey Graham was talking the other night. Lindsey Graham is strongly against the raising of the debt ceiling. And, And Sean Hannity said that this is what brought Donald Trump in. A lot of people don't know that. They're going back. The Republican Party is going pre Trump. See, before Trump, the Republican Party, we're standing firm. Vote us in. And we're going to change things. The Republican Party had the presidency, the House, and the Senate under Donald Trump. You know what they did? They bend to the Democrat Party because of Russian collusion and things of that nature, which all proved to be false. But they bend, and they've been bending ever since they have taken power. The quote, the great late Rush Limbaugh, he said, Republicans don't know how to lead from the front. All they know how to do is follow from the back. And Mitch McConnell just hurt this country. And look at the gall of Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer taking a victory lap after he could, he could not get this done. He could have not got this done without Republican support. 
First thing he does, he goes ahead and attacks the Republican Party once again. I'll be right back. For delivering material to a job site, Acadiana uses Hayes Dump Truck Services. Since 2011, Hayes has been moving heaven and earth to job sites all over Acadiana with their top-of-the-line dump trucks. Whether it's a huge landscaping job or a pre-construction site, Hayes has the manpower and equipment to move the materials fast, fast. You call, we haul. Dirt, compost, gravel, topsoil, fill sand, and limestone. Call Hayes right now, 852-8043. Hayes Dump Truck Services, where Jesus is Lord of this company. How you doing, everybody? Welcome back to the Cajun Conservative Third, um, the second segment of the day. So I want to go ahead and switch gears right now, guys. I have a heavy heart right now. This week, last week, correction. The Texas law that was passed where it said that six weeks... Or when you hear a heartbeat of a child in the womb. Was shot down by Austin State Judge. Thankfully, it came back. Um, Friday night, late Friday night. They, they, um, they went ahead and reinstated it. Thank goodness. Unfortunately, on Thursday, a Montana State Judge went ahead and... Put on hold three abortion laws in Montana to where they, people cannot have an abortion after 20 weeks in a, a pregnancy. And this was shot down, like I said, by a judge. Folks, I'm going to go ahead and say something right here that, that might offend people. But it needs to be said. Abortion is wrong. It's wrong. It's murder. It it is taking life that should not be taken. People might say that it is the woman's choice to have an abortion. The woman does have a choice if she wants to have an abortion or not. But the thing of it is, if she's contemplating that, she needs to remember that this is under life. See, you know, look, Everybody has a choice to make. But I'm not pro-choice, I'm pro-life. I think abortion should be outlawed. You know my thoughts on Roe versus Wade. I don't think it's ever going to be return, uh, overturned. Because I don't see the Supreme Court having the guts to go ahead and overturn. Well, this law proved that it's constitutional for a woman can have an abortion. Also, it's on faulty data. I believe that law was passed in 1972-73. Not law, but decision was handed down. We've advanced a lot in science since then. But unfortunately, people don't want to go ahead and follow science. They want to go ahead and follow their feelings. Or or they want to go ahead and have, and I'm going to say it like this, have all the sin in the world. 
have unprotected sex and and ha- do things they want to do and not face the consequences of having a child. Majority of abortions is that, by the way. I'm just telling you. It's out of convenience. Well, my child had unprotected sex because I did not show them the right way to protect or I did not tell them how to have proper intercourse with their loved one or their girlfriend or whatever. A lot of this will be solved. The parents will teach their kids the right way. Say, hey, save yourself until you're married. But anyway, they go ahead and they say, well, we, our child is way too young to have a baby of their own. So they go ahead and they tell them you have to have an abortion. So you don't hear that side of the argument. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so frustrated with this country at the moment. Like I said, I go, with the, I go into this segment with a heavy, heavy heart. Because hearing these laws that judges are trying to say, these laws were passed by their state. Oh, Isaac, it's probably unconstitutional. Show me in the Constitution where it says it's okay to have an abortion. Well, the 14th Amendment said, I don't care what the 14th Amendment says. Show me in black and white where it said it is okay to have an abortion. I do not disagree with people having choices, folks. I don't. But there's a moral code here. When judges and political leaders go ahead and say, it's all right to take a life. It's all right to go ahead and stop a heartbeat of a child. In any other circumstances, you take a life, you're going to the electric chair, or you're facing life in prison. But these Democrats, these leftists, these people that call themselves pro-choice, believe it's okay to take a child and murder it in the mother's womb. But five minutes after it's born, oh, we got to protect it. Which goes to the question of when does life start? I think Texas has a good idea. Let's do it at six weeks. Let's do it at a heartbeat. Do you know that a heartbeat can be heard at four weeks? Yes, yeah, sometimes you might not know you're pregnant. See, that's the whole argument about this. Oh, six weeks, you don't even know you're pregnant. Well, good, you can't go ahead and pursue your evil thoughts. I know there's a lot of politics behind this, folks. But, but politicians are saying that it's okay to kill children inside the mother's womb. One of them is your president. Some of them are sitting in the Senate. Some are sitting in the House of Representatives. And they want to make decisions that benefit you. Folks, this is a political talking point for them. They don't care about you. If they can't care for the life inside of a wound, they don't care about you. But you see, folks, this is radical thinking. This is radical thought of all that's going on. Earlier today, I saw that the the guys that went ahead and invited me on their podcast to talk about pro-choice and pro-life. Went ahead and made some statements on their latest podcast. 
they can make all the statements they want, and I can do the same thing. I'm going to be honest with you. Because what I thought was going to be a real intelligent conversation, which it was, and being respectful, I was all for it. And they made a statement. They like me as a person. I'm, I'm glad for that. And they respect my beliefs. And they, they, can, they can believe whatever they want. But they come on, they say half of the stuff I said was nonsense. I'm not going to quote their words because, unfortunately, they did not use proper language, in my opinion. They use a lot of foul language on there. But I thought we had a good conversation on the podcast. But they started making fun of me because I believe in I don't believe in evolution, and I believe that I, I, it is proven this in textbooks that we come from organic soup. They say they never heard of that. See, evolution does a good job of lying. I'm just giving you a heads up. But they thought I was crazy. They thought I was kind of I, I didn't I didn't know what I was talking about. But in my opinion of our discussion, I got the uh, upper hand. Now, they might think the same way, too. See, they said it was hard to watch that podcast because of the things I was saying. What, saying the truth? And, folks, this is how the left thinks about us. They think about conservatives this way. See, everything I just told you about abortion, this is tying into that. The left don't want to go ahead and hear another side of it. And folks, I'm not saying I didn't go on this podcast to change minds. I went on there to have a good, intelligent conversation. And bring out the facts. I knew I was not going to go ahead and change these guys' mind. I did my research way before I jumped on that podcast. What gets me upset is that we cannot have intelligent conversations no more. Like I said, they have an open mic. They can say whatever they want. Like I have an open mic. I can say whatever I want. See, that's the freedom of speech, folks. But it just upsets me. See, I can go ahead and go into a conversation, which I have already, and say, look, I did not change their mind, but they believe that way. I'm going to respect it. But to go ahead and think of me as, hey, I'm a nut. They didn't say them words. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to put words in their mouth. But, but to say that the things I thought was kind of out there, half of what I said was not intelligent. See, folks, this is what the left does when they start losing arguments or they don't have an argument to go on. They start throwing insults. Or they start trying to, to, to the person that's talking, they're trying to, Let's let's go ahead and bring him down. Let's dumb him down a little bit. Look, and I told people to go see this podcast. Hey, I didn't agree with all of what they said. But to go ahead and just, hey, let's dumb it down a little bit. Let's say half of what he said was not correct. And that's what the left does, folks. I'm not, I'm, look, I'm tired of this. See, Republicans can't go ahead and have a difference of opinion. See, we have to respect the, the opposite opinion of us. We can't talk bad about their opposite opinion because we live in a free country. And they can think that way. But the one time that we go ahead and we disagree with them, oh, we're nuts. You remember Hillary Clinton? 
Hey, Donald Trump supporters are a basket of deplorables. See, if you're a conservative, you're dumb. You're ignorant. You don't know what you're talking about. And this is how the left operates. And this is how this, the left is operating on abortion. Oh, well, six weeks really can't tell. But what about the Montana incident of three laws that say, hey, at 20 weeks you can't have an abortion? Oh, that's against the Constitution of a, of a lady's rights. Really? Well, when does life start? I asked this question earlier. When does life start? Does life start at conception or does it start five minutes after it's, uh, the baby's out of the birth canal? When does it start to an, uh, to an abortionist? When does it start? Folks, this is the problem with abortion. They don't want to answer that question. See, if they define when life starts. That means they cannot have abortion after that part. That's why Planned Parenthood is fighting. That's why Planned Parenthood is fighting these bills. Because Planned Parenthood ain't a women's health organization. They call themselves that, but they're not. They're abortion mills. I had two friends on a, uh, a Facebook uh, live the other day. Uh, I've got to think of their name. Brother Brian and Brother Allen. They were arrested in uh, ten- uh, Tennessee. I talked about the story. Uh, not Tennessee, Mississippi. I talked about their story last week. How they got charged $500,000 because of hate speech. See, they were said they were, they were talking against abortion and they were talking about things of like women's rights and get and how it's life starts at conception. They got arrested. And they used that phrase abortion mills. That's what Planned Parenthood is. Planned Parenthood does not offer any other medical procedures besides abortion clinics, above abortions. They go ahead and they tell the last why they lie. This is their lifeblood they're fighting for. Hey, if we can't if we can't have abortions in Montana and Texas, and they start start spreading with the states like Louisiana, Louisiana and Mississippi, waiting for their fifteen weeks. You can't have abortion after fifteen weeks. That's their life supply. Folks, I don't care. And look, if you had an, if you have had an abortion, I'm not not sympathizing with you. I hope if you're hearing this, you, re, you think about it. Look, I did wrong and ask the Lord to forgive you. But he's capable of doing that. I'm just tired of the left. Going ahead and twist everything we say. Or trying to make us sound dumb. Listen, folks, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not upset that I went on that podcast. I spoke the truth. What is upsetting me that I spoke the truth and like I'm speaking to the truth to you now. And I was saying, Hey, I was I, half of what I said was out there. I spoke facts, folks. I pulled numbers. But and that's how the left acts, especially on this abortion bill. Abortion's wrong. And I didn't even get into that much detail of everything. But abortion is wrong. I'm going to keep on saying that till I'm blue in the face. 
Am I for people having choices? Yes. But at the same time, I'm against the murder of the unborn. Like I said, I'm glad Texas got it reinstated. This is going to go to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, I think, on December night, is hearing the case in Mississippi. I just, I'm just, I'm with a heavy heart right now. That men and women in our government think it's okay to kill the unborn. And they, look, I'm going to quote the great Moon Gafan. I'm going to end it with this segment on this. If the Democrat Party can go ahead and kill millions upon millions of babies and not blink, do you really think they care about you? That's how Moon says it. And you know what? I, I hate to see the judgment of God when it falls on this nation. For taking the life of the unborn. I'll be right back. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I'm here to tell you about the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. I know Scott personally. He's a true blue, red-hot conservative. Talking about current world events, but just not telling you about the world events. He's giving you a God on his opinion of what's going on. So today, go ahead and check out the Scott Ford Show on YouTube. Since I've told you, next time I see you, I'm going to ask you, did you watch the Scott Ford Show? If you say yes, I'm going to give you a thumbs up with a big smile. If not, I'm going to look at you weird and say, why are you not watching the Scott Ford Show? So go check out the Scott Ford Show today on YouTube. You will not be disappointed. Welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. Now, I don't know if you're watching on Rumble or what. And if you're, if you're, if you're a continual listener of this podcast, you can hear it in my voice. I am, I am very upset. And look, guys, I don't like coming on this mic and. And saying things that I've just said. But I think it needs to be said overall. We are getting attacked left and right. We, as conservatives, we, and look, it's just not the abortion issue. It's not. It, it, a lot of people want to go ahead with well, just abortion that we're split on. No, we're not. People are attacking conservatism at all angles. We don't get a break. And I just don't like how one side says, yes, we're speaking, we're speaking intelligently. We're speaking with common sense. But these conservatives, I can't believe they said that. I can't believe that they believe that. And they criticize our thinking, but they don't go ahead and look at facts for themselves. Now, folks, if I if I'm in a debate or if I'm in or if I'm engaged with somebody talking about politics, scripturally or anything. 
If I get stumped or they bring out a point to me, I go ahead and I look back on that point. And I, I go ahead and make sure what I believe is correct. That makes me a little more intelligent. And if I'm wrong, I will go to the person that I, I looked up and I go, well, I was talking to and say, Hey, you were right on that. If I was wrong. And if I was right, I would go to them and tell them, Hey, look, this is what I found out. Let's talk to, now. Let's talk about it and see if you can go ahead and look up some, or maybe he looked up or she looked up something, but I don't try to criticize people that I disagree with. Now, folks, I, you know, I don't know if they're, I don't think they listen to this. I don't think, I don't know. And they do look. James and Highland, if y'all want to have a conversation with me, y'all know y'all got my number. I'm just, I, I don't try to create, look, I promote it. Dude connect podcast. I told people, these boys are intelligent. They go ahead and they let you have a conversation. They let you talk. I let them talk. There was one. They, they made a claim saying that for the first 40 minutes, they hardly talked. That's baloney. I watched the same. I don't know if y'all watched the same debate as me or conversation, whatever you want to call it. But I, y'all could have talked all y'all wanted. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have been disrespectful. But for the first 40 minutes, yeah, I did talk, but I didn't talk all the time. And I didn't talk majority of the time, I don't believe. Now, they might say, yes, I was, but that's a different opinion. You can go watch it and see. I just thought it was a good conversation. But not once did I come on this podcast and bash anybody from Duke and podcast. I did make one remark when they said, when I said Texas legislation was the greatest bill that I ever passed. And I, they're like, really? Really? I should find that clip and play it for y'all guys. That was the only thing I, I said, but I said that we had a good conversation. We had a, we, we talked over some critical things. We, we agreed on some things. But to come out after the podcast and start saying, hey, after half of what I said was nonsense. And I'm not using their words. I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to go ahead and have a, a, uh, you know, a rated G version of what they said. Let's say it like that. An appropriate way of they said it. And bringing out things that I disagreed. Look, you can disagree with me all day long. But to make fun of me on your podcast... Shows me one thing I was right and you were wrong. Hey, and look, you can go ahead and tell your audience I said this. If they, if y'all listening, I don't know if y'all listening or what. But I'm just tired of conservatives being labeled idiots. Because we believe that life starts at conception. Y'all have no facts. Really? I brought out a lot of them on your on the programs. Folks, I, like I said, I, I, and I listened to it. I think I did a great job. I talked to people and they said, Isaac, you held your own. What gets me upset is that people can't handle it. And they go ahead and they make us sound dumb. And look, I'm not the only conservative that, does, that, that feels this way. Isaac, shake it off, Isaac. Come on, shake it off. Come on, shake it off. I can hear a lot of y'all saying right now, we don't want to hear about your, your beef with another podcast. Look, I don't have no beef with Duke and their podcast. They live in America. Well, one does. The other one live in Canada, which is a free country. They can say and 
They can say and do whatever they want. Like I have a mic and I can do it. I disagree with Do Connect Podcast and their pro-choice stance. At the end of the day, though, I'm right, they're wrong. Now, they're, now they might say, well, I, we believe we're right and you're wrong. Great. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I'm just tired of I'm just tired of conservatives being being labeled as idiots. Because the last part, the last segment, I, I I really talked about. And look, I didn't have nothing planned for this segment. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was thinking about talking about Joe Biden politicizing the deal of the DOJ. Might have to do that next week. I'm just frustrated, folks. And look, it, 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 look, it's just not it's just not local with podcasting. Excuse me. I said this in the first segment about how Chuck Schumer went ahead and criticized the Republican Party after giving what he wanted. Joe Manchin said he was stupid for, for attacking the GOP. Folks, if we can't start having an intelligent conversation while criticizing everybody, we have an issue. Listen, I respect I respect Do Connect podcasts and, and what they're doing. At least they're, they're voicing their opinion. But you can't go ahead and make make fun of your opponents. That just makes you look weak. Well, Isaac, ain't you doing the same? No, I'm not making fun of. Them. I'm just giving my God honest opinion on it. Because, folks, I honestly feel them doing that proved to me one thing. That I was right every way. And I, I, I did. I, I did. My, my mission was fulfilled. I just. I just I, it blows my mind. It does. The left can't have an intelligent conversation, folks. They can't. Because I, I know this ain't the first time. A lot of people might say, well, Izzy, this is the first time this has happened to you. No. You know how many times I've been engaged with people spiritually and politically? And I bring out a point, and you see their 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 uh, their veins pop out of their neck, and just start throwing insults at you. And look, this happens every time when you witness, when you tell people, "Look, you're a sinner, and you need Jesus, and you need to come to his 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 arms of love and grace and accept him as your Lord and Savior." The first words out of their mouth is, "You're telling me I'm a sinner? Well, who made you God? Judge not, lest you be judged." Quote that scripture out of context so much. Uh, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. I'm serious, guys. I'm just. And look, I apologize. If, if this ain't political, if this is what you weren't. Were, I know you weren't thinking this as a 50s episode. You're like, I just gonna ha- is this is his 50th episode. He's going to go ahead and try to make it great. He's going to try to go ahead and make it good. He's going to make gonna probably be edifying. But folks, we, we live in America to where you can't respect. Look, hey, and look, don't get me wrong. If Highland and J- uh, James will go ahead and call me and talk to me, I will gladly talk to them all day long. I respect them that they don't believe the same way I believe. They can go ahead and do that. But I'm not going to go ahead and sh- I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to rebuttal what they did, though. 
I'm going to go ahead and say that what they did, I believe, was wrong. Oh, we respect him as a person. He's a nice guy. Thank you. I, I, I like the compliment. But to come out and tell, say that half of the things I said was not true, basically. No, I was right. I'm going to say this last part. Like I said, I don't know if they're listening. If they're listening, well, I don't believe in evolution. I believe it says, I believe in the beginning God. Evolutions believe in the beginning nothing. Nothing started from something. Hey, that, and that, and, man, that's a, that's a strange concept. Nothing started from something? At least I, well, where God came from. Well, God's eternal. Oh, see, he came from nothing. No, I'm just saying God's eternal. I don't have the question. I'll be glad to say I don't have the question. But at least I got somebody that, that I got. I could say with my faith that, hey, it's in the beginning God and the evolutionary faith in the beginning nothing. They believe nothing created everything. On the rebuttal of the organic soup, it is in your textbooks. You're not looking. It, and, and that shows me that you don't, you, don't, you don't believe anything I say anyway. Now, my audience, you might be saying, Isaac, was it a waste of time to go on that podcast? No. Because possibly somebody's listening and heard what I said. And they said, hmm, he makes sense. See, folks, they're still intelligent people. I'm not saying that Highland and James are not intelligent. I'm just saying they're not looking for the whole... This is what they're doing, in my opinion, with all this stuff. They're looking at... Fa- they're, looking at they're looking for things that's going to match their opinion. Me, I'm looking for things that... I'm, if I have an opinion on it, I want to make sure my opinion's Right. Folks, we talked for an hour and a half. And I'm going to be honest. I think I stumbled on one thing. But I believe we got the upper hand. They might think different. Go ahead. You can think that way. That's your opinion. And look, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. This is just this is on my heart. and I need to talk about this. I just feel that conservatives are labeled insane. They are crazy. They're stupid. Because we believe life started at conception. Mm-mm. Or we believe that God created everything. Boy, we're, we're insane. All them, they're, they're, we're insane according to the left. Just think about this. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking. Look, think critically for a second. We believe in the beginning God. Evolutionists and left-wing nuts believe in the beginning Nothing. Or that we came from a rock. Or that we became, that we came from an organic soup. Folks, I wouldn't have said that if I wouldn't have known that was in a textbook. Because there's a lot smarter men than me that talked about this issue. Ken Hovind, Ken Ham, and many other creationists out there. But that's the left. I've learned. I've learned that the left does not care. Like I said in the first segment, when I brought out this whole issue with the spending, the debt ceiling, and everything like that, Chuck Schumer got what he wanted from Mitch McConnell, and the Republicans caved to what the Democrats wanted and still called us unwilling to work with each other. 
Well, guys, I'm going to make this bold statement right here. I'm not caving. I'm not bending. And I'm going to get the truth out as much as I can. People might think I'm crazy. People might think I'm stupid. It might be because I'm from the great state of Louisiana they think that way. I'm from the bayou. They might think Bobby Boucher is my cousin. But at the end of that day, I know I'm right. And I know that I'm going to stand up for truth. And I think it's time for conservatives to go ahead and say, hey, we're not dumb. We're not stupid. And you start exposing the falsehoods of liberalism and left-wing agendas. Keep the great state of Texas in your prayer and also pray for Montana that they stop these abortion bills from producing abortion, for committing, adult, uh, committing abortions. Pray for our nation that our, our, our leadership somehow or another will say, hey, we need God and repent. But that's the only way America is going to be changed. Thank you for listening to this 50th episode of the Cajun Conservative. Reach out to me on CajunConservative5 at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook at the Cajun Conservative Facebook page. Also on the, on the web, the Cajun Conservative Show.wordpress.com. Until next week, be blessed, be encouraged, and remember Jesus Christ is King. He's coming back. Are you ready? If not, I can tell you how to get ready. Until next week, bye bye.